Welcome to this week's episode of the Steady On podcast. If you've been around here before, we are probably not the voices you were expecting. I am Susie Crosby. And I am Haley Wood. We are friends and ministry partners of your regular host, Angie Bauman. Before we tell you why we're here, let me ask you a question. Has God ever just knocked your socks off? While in the midst of our hard stories, it can be difficult to see, believe, or even care how he can somehow turn our ashes into something beautiful. Today, we are going to celebrate 100 episodes of the Steady On podcast by Susie and I turning the table to interview Angie. Through Angie's story, we get a glimpse of how God has and is turning Angie's ashes into something beautiful in her life. And as her friends and listeners, we too are beneficiaries of this glorious work. Haley and I have only known Angie for a little over a year, yet we feel like we've known her for our whole lives. She's the kind of person who makes everyone around her feel valued and known. She is wholeheartedly devoted to Jesus and everything she does reflects this devotion. She's real. She's willing to share her absolute authentic self. She is wise and overflowing with biblical knowledge. And she is a whole lot of fun. I could go on and on. But here's the thing. Susie and I absolutely adore Angie, but she's also very human, like you and me. The work God is doing in and through her is a result of her continued humility and willingness to take steps forward when he calls. We too are seen, known, and loved by the creator, and he is ready to knock our socks off by what he can accomplish through us as we humbly lay our plain old broken lives before him. So welcome to episode 100, Turning Tables. Let's listen in. Angie, we are so glad that we get to do this with you. Welcome to your own podcast. Thank you so (laughs) much for doing this with me. I am excited and thrilled to be here. Well, we are so glad to celebrate your 100th episode, which absolutely blows my mind. Susie and I, as we were preparing for this, we were both kind of chatting about on that 100 episode journey where we kind of discovered the the podcast and started listening. And, and it was just, we were kind of reminiscing over some of the, the episodes that were meaningful to us. And so we thought it would be great to just kind of kick everything off by asking you, when you think back to all 99 episodes, which I would be floored if you remembered all 99, but if you think back to all 99 episodes, do you have one or two that kind of still stick out in your mind? And if so, like what about them stick out in your mind? I love that question. And I hate this question at the same time, because it's kind of like asking me which one of my children is my favorite, right? Because <laughs> seriously, if, if we went through all 99 episodes, I would tell you something important that I learned or I realized, or I experienced from everyone. And I really believe that some mostly good and a few, not so good, you know, quite honestly, But the two that really came to mind when I'm like, yeah, these are the two that really stand out for me, at least right now at this point, I would have to say the first one is episode 46 with Christy Knuckles. And it is 
partly the reason that you think, right? Because Christy is probably the person, well, undoubtedly is the person who's been a guest on my podcast where people still say, how did you get her? Like, you know, like, because (laughs) she has this huge platform, this huge following and her career is so vast and her, she's so well-known and she was so gracious and I adored the time that I spent with her, but here's the thing. And the reason why this episode stands out to me, it's because of who she is, of course, but there's this understanding. Something happened to me the day that I was sitting, it was March of last year. So it was almost a year ago from the time that we're recording this. And I, it was time for her to, to come in and I was sitting at my computer and I was waiting for her to come in. And when the zoom like hit the, you know, the little thing that says Christy knuckles is waiting to be admitted. There was something in me that was sort of like, you have done it. And it's not because like, oh, now you're in the company of these famous people. It was something that I have spent so long and it'll make me emotional. I've spent so long uh, not believing in my value or my worth. And in that moment, I really, truly believed that the two of us would have a very encouraging, enriching experience, like with each other, like we could serve each other. Like she had something to offer the community that I love so much. And me and our community that I love so much had something to offer her as well. Like I believed that. And so there was something that happened inside me that I thought you've, it it marked a healing. It marked a healing in me. And, uh, and that was important because the, the Angie before would never have invited her. I wouldn't have thought myself worthy to do so. Yeah. You know, Angie, you actually said something there that is really powerful to me because I think for most of us who tune in and to listen to you, you know, we, many of us carry hurts as well too, right? And some of those same sentiments of wondering, you know, am I, am I worthy? And one of the things that you said there was not only did your guest have something to offer you, but that you had something to offer the guest and because, you know, you and the people that you're serving. And so not only was that a step for you, but it's kind of like a step for us. Mm. It's like, yeah, we are all worthy and have something to offer. And, you know, I mean, I think that just speaks volumes, not just for you, but for those that you're representing, like Susie and I that are coming alongside you. It's just, it's good to see that and get to be a part of that, to believe that we might've had something to offer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we do. And she was incredibly gracious and, uh, and you know, everything that, that I hoped that she would be, of course. So that's a good one. So the, and the other one that comes to mind is episode 84 with, uh, Cheryl Nimhard. And Cheryl is someone that I met, uh, in the fall of 2019, when I was at the women's speakers collective boot camp in Chicago, Illinois. And if you've been around hanging around here very long, you know, that that was, that was a tough experience for me. I went there really wanting affirmation and I left not feeling that I had it. And, um, and the Lord really grew me through not, and they were kind. And so it wasn't like some kind of horrible, you know, experience, but it was, I felt like that was, that was the affirmation I needed to, um, to, to move forward in this whole like ministry thing that God was calling me to in a different way than I'd been serving, like in a local church. And I met Cheryl there and it was a time when the, that God had really been inviting me to look at the work of the enemy in my life, the lies that I was believing to believe in the power of the Holy spirit in my life. And all of that sort of came to a head in that experience. What are you going to believe? Where are you going to find your affirmation? What are you going to stand firm on? 
And Cheryl, during that weekend, she gave like a little like breakout teaching. And she talked about some of the things that we would face as we used our voice in ministry, we women that were there. And one of the things she did was she talked harder, smarter, more direct about the work of the enemy in our lives and what that would look like and feel like and how we were equipped to fight it. And so much of what God had been teaching me in private in the months leading up to that was like coming out of her mouth. And I could just feel this, like, uh, this is a battle. It's going to be hard sometimes, but you have me in you and you can do this. Like it just was this like really spirit filled moment. And I, I talked to her briefly after that and just thanked her for her willingness to be brave and talk about the enemy. And then when the podcast started and all of this, like I, I wanted to invite her cause I wanted to have that conversation one-on-one, you know? And every time I think about it, like, I kind of was like, oh gosh, it's not even kind of what she does. I mean, that's not the main thing that she does. You know, it was just part of her talk that day. And, uh, and I would kind of always feel this from the, the spirit, like not yet, not yet. And I, every once in a while she'd come to mind and I'm like, maybe I could invite her. And by the time I uh, was like thinking about it more, like more people were inviting me and I'm like, or, in, you know, asking me if they could be on. And some of those things were happening. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to not ever have her on, but the, the Holy spirit, like, not yet, not yet. Like that was, you know, it was kind of like a no. And then the day that I was thinking about her again, and I just felt this like whoosh from the Holy spirit, like now, like, mm-hmm. and I emailed her and she emailed me back, like literally in a half an hour and set me up with her assistant to do some scheduling and all that. And she was on and we talked about the enemy and she shared pieces of her story and how she knows how to fight those lies and what the Lord has taught her about that. And she was so complimentary of my willingness to sort of like meet her in that space. Cause she's like, people don't have these conversations, you know, and stuff. And so it was just incredibly, again, I think it was so affirming. Um, it was so affirming in that, like, the work that you're doing me and, you know, the work that the Lord is doing in me, like it's real, it's real. And, uh, and you are healing and growing. So, so in different ways, both of those conversations were real, like significant markers for me in my own process of believing more about what God was doing in my life. Well, how affirming also of just the power of the Holy spirit, just such a great reminder of how perfect his timing is and that he has not left us. He's, you know, he's right there along us and that can give us confidence in the work that we do because it's not our work. You know, like I, I don't have to be great. Angie Bauman, you do not have to be great, you know, because it's not our work, (laughs) you know, so that is much of what, what you've shared, Angie, and what you're just sharing now, Haley, too, is that it's reminding me of one of my favorite episodes on your podcast, which is um, the one with Grace Cho. Yes. On imposter syndrome. Yes. The imposter syndrome. And it's, I think that's just such a thing for a lot of us who, who listen to you and, and, um, are in your community struggle with those lies that come from the enemy and like also knowing when to step out and take a risk or when to wait and just learning to kind of sense that Holy spirit and like, um, believe him above the things that are kind of confusing or complicated in this journey. And you, you're just doing it really well. And I, I sense that theme as you, um, as, as the podcast has gone along. Hey friend, I'm jumping in right here to let you know I'm starting something new. I've been working hard behind the scenes to develop a Steady On internship program, and I currently have openings for two new team members. 
One position is with my step-by-step Bible study method. The other is with podcasting. So if you are a woman who desires to grow your expertise in speaking, writing, and ministry leading, a year-long internship with Steady On may be the next right step for you. During your internship, I will help you build skills to grow your ministry as you support me in mine. Details and a link to the internship application are in today's show notes. If you're even a tiny bit interested, I would absolutely love to talk to you more. In talking about that, I'd like to ask you a couple of questions that I think all all of us are going to want to know the answers to. And one of them that I've been really curious about is, um, is your verse, Psalm 40, verse two. Um, Can you talk a little bit about that and how the steady on theme um, plays out in your, in your life and in your ministries? I just, I love that verse and I've, I've become to love it more. Uh, yeah. So Psalm 40 verse two in the NLT says he set my feet on Hebrew word for steadied is kun, which means to be firm, to be stable. And for me, the big one is to be secure. And, you know, I have lived all of my life, uh, not feeling safe, not trusting anyone, uh, on the, uh, you know, not trusting anywhere, uh, not trusting a location to be safe, not trusting people to be safe. I don't mean to do that. It's just a a series of experiences that have taught me you're better off depending on yourself, you know, than anyone else. And, um, and I believe that I'll continue to get stronger in that, but I'm not sure, uh, that I will actually ever feel secure this side of heaven, you know, um, in the world. And I think there's a piece of us that's really not supposed to, like, I think there's a longing that is appropriate as a believer. Right. But because I, 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 struggle with that. I slip and I get unsteady. And I also like Psalm 73 two says, but as for me, my feet had almost slipped and I nearly lost my foothold. Mm-hmm. And the word for, word for foothold in Psalm 73 two is the same for walked along in my verse in Psalm. It's not my verse. I claim it is my verse. But it's my <laughs> Psalm 40 verse two, you know? And so when my circumstances push on tender spots, it tempts me to miss my walked along, right? Like I, like I slip and I miss my walk along. My walk along is like, um, is the time, the abiding in Christ is the peace that can come from Christ. It's the joy that can, it's the walking with him. And, um, when my circumstances push on those tender spots, it tempts me to believe lies about my identity, but like the imposter syndrome, you were just talking about Susie, like who I am, and who God says, uh, he is. And, you know, and I, and I slip and I miss my walk, walked along and, um, I get really self-dependent and I get focused on myself instead of trusting in God. And when I do that, I just miss out on this joyous journey that is with him, but, and there's the, but right. But he steadies me when I, when I will go back to him, uh, when I will remember his word, when I will believe in his promises, he makes me secure. Again, he reminds me to trust him and, um, he renews this understanding that I have, and I believe in his deep love for me and I can reclaim my walked along. And so it's just this like repeated process. He steadies me. It's like, um, I don't know that I'll ever be steady. You know, I think I may always be this person that slips and, uh, gets shaky, but I know the answer. And that's why the verse is so important to me. Cause when I'm slipping, when I miss my walk along, it's almost like I can feel that like strong hand on the small of my back. That's just like, Mm-mm. 
we have this, you Mm -hmm. can keep taking steps forward. Yeah. You walked along. I walked along. (laughs) Yes. And I think we talked about this one other time that um, he studies you as yes walk along it's not a one-time thing Mm -mm. I think we're always going to be slipping and yeah needing that steady steady hand I love that image um another question I have for you or we have for you is that you um usually are very vulnerable and uh, and authentically um able to share about your trauma and the abuse that you survived in your high school years and you speak very openly about that. Um, do you feel comfortable sharing how that that journey through some really dark places um, has influenced how you select your texts for study? Um, maybe things that you choose to write and preach about, or then, or also um, how to, how you select your guests and your focus for your podcasts based on that. Yeah. So I have like short, not fun answers. Cause like, I think it's kind of funny. Cause a lot of times the verses that I link with the podcast episodes, and I can't remember how I, I haven't done that all along. Uh, but I've been doing that for quite a while now. And a lot of times the guest picks them like, you know, because it's something either. Cause I ask the question a lot, like, is there a verse that's important to you? And oftentimes in that conversation, you know, there'll be a verse that stands out to me that ends up being the verse like for the week. And, um, or sometimes the guest reminds me of a truth and I'm like, oh, I, I, this scripture like sums that up for me, you know? So it's kind of like sort of accidental. It's sort of fun where I don't know what it is going into the interview, but I usually know what it is on the other side of the interview, you know, and in terms of my guests, you know, I'm, I, I, I really enjoy now that a lot of guests reach out to me about the opportunity to be on the podcast and, I, um, I, you know, most of those I consider divine appointments because I kind of feel like that people have a story and a testimony to share that can be encouraging. And it, and it's up to me to sort of craft that and guide that in a way that serves this community. But I like the challenge of doing that with, you know, with a variety of different, um, stories and testimonies. And so I kind of leave it to chance, even though I don't really believe in that. Right. (laughs) But I just really like seeing what the spirit does in different people. I had this interview um, that I was a guest on his podcast and he's a pastor and he's, uh, he did three tours in Iraq and he is a retired, uh, he's a veteran now retired veteran. And he's, uh, like, I, I, if you were, if he and I were walking down the street together, you could not like, long mustache. He looks like kind of like a motorcycle guy, you know, like it's just totally different. And yet we had the best conversation. Why? Because there's a heart connection in a God that heals and a God that restores. We both have redemptive stories. And so he appreciated me and I appreciated him. And anyway, so sometimes I'm like, I don't know that I'm the best judge of who should be on the show. Right. Because, um, the Lord leads me to a bunch of different people, but you know, for a deeper answer to that, like the, the selection of texts and things, I really want steady on to be about two things the take it in and the live it out. And, um, I long time, I did my very best to love God and love others without loving myself. Like I, and you can do that, but I learned it's exhausting and it doesn't bring that like joy and that peace and that rest, um, that God promises us because I was missing a very important piece of the greatest commandment, if you will, love others as yourself. And, um, uh, you know, I've been deeply studying the word of God for over 20 years. I'm a slow learner, (laughs) but in that time and staying with it, God has really tenderized my heart to the truth 
opened my heart to believe the truth that I am worthy of love, that I am lovable. And, um, I don't believe that every day. And I certainly don't claim it every day, but I do know it every day now. You know what I mean? There's like a difference for me. Like I do know it. And when I have days when I don't believe it or claim it, God calls me back to what I know. And he reminds me of what I know. And the way that I can do that is because of these scriptures, the promises in scriptures are the answer to the lies I'm so tempted to believe. And that's faith. I think when we choose to live in what we know and not what we see, then we walked along <laughs> in faith. And, uh, and so the, the texts are really, really important to me. And I'm really like, I can't believe God's kindness. I can, but I can't that like, I get to link it all together. Like we study it on Tuesday nights with the step-by-step it's linked to the podcast. I do my social media posts all around it. And, uh, yeah, so that's kind of the long answer too. you guys are like, she can talk forever without taking a break. (laughs) I think one of the powerful aspects of that, especially, you know, because you do it on the podcast and then you do it at the step-by-step Bible study and you have these four different personalities with four different experiences in life. I think, and I kind of love the idea that you're telling us you don't pick that scripture. It just usually kind of surfaces, right? From the, the conversations and things like that. And what that says to me and reiterates to me is how God's word is for everyone mm. in all circumstances. You know, it is the living word of God, you know, it's sharper than a two-edged sword, but it's for everyone. Cause if you think about it, you know, so it was meaningful to you when you recorded the podcast, it was obviously meaningful to the person that you interviewed. And then you get the three additional people on Tuesday night doing the step-by-step Bible study. I've never seen anybody walk away from that, you know, saying like, well, this had zero, zero impact in my life. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just the snowball effect of, yes, it matters to me. It matters to us. It matters to the whole, you know, and it just the impact of each of those verses just grows and grows and grows and it never gets old and it's always new. And it's, I I, I don't know, it's just always alive. And I think that's really powerful to me to know that you don't pick that. It kind of picks you. It picks me. You know? I love and how you just said us. that. Yeah, it picks us. I mean, us. as listeners, it yeah. picks us. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just a really powerful message from the Holy Spirit that, you know, his word is living and and he's going to help bring it alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. Awesome. You, you said, take it in, live it out. Yeah. That's, that's what that I, too. that's, that's what I really, that's, I, I hope that everything points people to the word. Like that's my, because that's where the answers are, you know, but I think I'm, I think I'm getting better. I'm not quite there yet. I don't feel like I'm quite there yet, but I think I'm getting better at like everything that happens here. Like you feel that connection with the word, you know, that's what I really want. And I hope that like with step-by-step and some of the other things that I offer that we can like study it and take it in. But then hopefully like the interviews, the podcast interviews are a way that we can see an example of how we live it out, you know, Um, because we're just people trying to 
we were just, just before we recorded this, I was doing a step-by-step on John 16, 33, you know, in this world, you will have trouble. And we were talking about how he, he says, you may have peace if you abide in me, but you will have trouble. And so there's oh, that verse is for other people, Angie, that verse, oh, that's, sorry. that's the one verse that isn't for me. <laughs> But here's the thing with that. Like if we may have peace, but we will have trouble, but it means there's a choice for us to make in there. And I hope that the things that happen here through the podcast and the Bible studies and all, I hope that just helps us remember that we have a choice and then understand how do we make the choice uh, to have the peace that he offers us. That's such good stuff. Such good stuff. Wow. I have a million things I want to say about how much you've taught me about the word in just the past year that I've known you, but I'm just going to move into our next question because I want to know this from you. Um, What are some of the things that you are dreaming of right now in regards to your ministry? Oh, nothing. No, (laughs) I have nothing on the table. Your mind is just still and calm. Oh yeah. (laughs) No goals, no plans. (laughs) <laughs> I am so excited. Actually, it's probably, uh, no, I'm sure it was in the mid reel of this conversation probably has already happened. Uh, I am launching an internship program this summer. So I am dreaming about, I have a wonderful opportunity to do Bible study. Haley's on the team on the step-by-step team, and that's a group that's growing currently. And so I already am so excited to do ministry with the uh, ladies doing that, but now I'm going to be welcoming two people on the team one will serve in podcasts and one will serve in the step-by-step Bible study program. And I, you know, I serve on a, I'm an intern on Kathy Lips team. Haley's on that team. And, and I think it's so, it's so beautiful to have a, like, I'm, I'm like reaching my hand out to learn and reaching my hand back to share. And I like, it's just so like, so I'm really excited that that's happening. I've been working hard behind the scenes with a coach to put together that program and and with how it's coming together. I'm really proud of it. Um, also I I've been doing a lot of guesting on other people's podcasts, uh, with a presentation that I'm calling talk to your triggers. And it takes the listener through five R's or words that start with R's that are linked to scripture on how we can recognize these triggers, the trouble, the tribulation, the distress, and then use the promises of God to speak to those. And so it's something that the Lord's been working on in my life for several years that I practice, but I'm so humbled, not surprised. That's not the right word because that would be like not true about what I know the Lord can do, but I'm so surprised he's using me. It's resonating with people in a way that I didn't expect, you know? And so I'm working on maybe putting together some workshops for that and maybe even doing some one-on-one spiritual mentoring around it. And, um, I don't know where that's going to go, but I'm excited about it. So, um, yeah. And then I've written a, I've written my first guidebook for using the step-by-step method on first Corinthians uh, 13, where Paul talks about the characteristics of love. And so we do a step-by-step, it's a guided devotional. We do a step-by-step and um, I've written devotionals that go along with it on those 16 characteristics that are in first Corinthians 13. And so I think that'll be all ready to go uh, sometime this fall. So I'm excited because I think guidebooks with the step-by-step method is something that I dream about. So anyway, you can't hold me to all of that, that probably, but (laughs) I'm, I bet we can. (laughs) I'm dreaming about it too. So that's good. I'm excited to have that, you know, um, because it's been, I mean, the step-by-step method, I love studying the Bible 
And even before I met you, I did, but I love the step-by-step Bible study method. And I've loved that it's such a practical way for me to share with others, mm-hmm. you know, how to study the Bible and to help the Bible come along. And because I have found that many other Christians want to love reading the Bible, yes, but they yes. don't always, yeah. you know? And so I have found that when we sit down and do the step-by-step Bible study method together and share in that together, you know, a little spark comes about yeah. and, you know, they feel empowered to be able to read God's word without somebody hovering over them or, you know, just relying on somebody else to teach them. And, and I'm so grateful for that, you know, and, and what the Holy Spirit can do with that if we're all digging into the word together and coming back together to share in it and to, to live it out. Like you were talking about Angie. I mean, it's just, it's just such a, a sweet, simple method. I know there's lots of good yep. ways to study yep. the Bible, right? right? Um, and this is just one way, but it, it yes. is such a good way. And Thank I'm you. so grateful to have come across it. So, well, and I'll just put this, I have a free master class for those that might be listening and saying, I don't think I know about step-by-step. I'm going to put a link in the show notes where there's a free master class if you want to take a look. And we do step-by-step live on the study on Facebook page every Tuesday night and at 6 p.m. Central, and it's a half an hour study, and we have a really good time, and we just dig deep, and really it came about, this wasn't a question you asked me, but I step-by-step developed or like unfolded because I had taught precept Bible study for years, and the one thing, the most common thing that I heard people say is, I would love to take your classes, but I don't have time, because if you've ever done precept, and I love precept, if you've ever done precept, you know, you're looking at probably 30, 40, 45 minutes a day of, you know, study, And a lot of times it took a lot of resources and all that. And so what I, what I really wanted to be able to do, and I felt like I could do, and I know just like what you're saying, Haley, like, how do we deeply study the word and really find life application in an inductive way that doesn't, isn't so intimidating, that doesn't require so many resources. And so that's, that's the heart behind step-by-step. Yeah, it's beautiful. Okay, so what we're going to do now is we're going to transition transition into something <laughs> a little less deep. We are going go to go. I don't know. I'm not very good at not deep. <laughs> I can turn anything. We're going to do deep. something that that your listeners have never heard before. Okay. We're going to do a rapid oh. fire question and answer. You've never heard these questions from no, us before. I know. I'm nervous. Okay. And you have to give us the first answer that just pops into your mind. Okay. Super easy questions. Okay. All right, here we go. There's only a handful of them. All right, favorite movie? Spotlight. Roller coasters or a carousel? Roller coasters. Sushi, yes or no? No. <laughs> yes, I'm the same as you. I was trying yeah. to go through rapid, rapidly. <laughs> you have to stop because you're so disappointed in me. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, not. if you ever go have sushi, you can just have something else, I guess. <laughs> All right. Favorite color? Yellow. Yahtzee or Monopoly? Yahtzee. No Monopoly, please. (laughs) All right. Beach or mountains? Mountains. Favorite ride at Disney? Oh my gosh. That's so hard. Okay. The whole Disney, Walt Disney world. It's tower of terror at Hollywood studios is my favorite ride. Yes. All right. That was the Angie Bauman rapid fire. <laughs> that wasn't too bad. <laughs> too bad, right? That wasn't too bad. That wasn't too bad. Oh, funny. So. Okay. Well, it was so fun to learn all these things about you, Angie, the deep things and the not so deep. Um, 
But we uh, realize that this is not only a milestone episode, but it's also your birthday week. It is. And I am sure that I speak for all of your listeners when I say that we hope you have a very, very happy birthday, a very fun celebration because you deserve it. And as an extra fun surprise, uh, we have a couple of special friends of yours that would like to join in the celebration. Oh, all right. (laughs) Should I be scared? (laughs) Here comes a very special video for you from very special people. Surprise! Hi! Happy 100th episode! Thank you so much, Haley and Susie, for um, allowing us to be part of this special event for Angie. Angie, we're just so proud of you and the work that God is doing in Steady On Ministry. Um, I can't believe we're already at the 100th episode. Um, We're so pleased that you were obedient to God's calling, uh, first of all, in your calling to ministry and and every step of the way that has led to this moment of um, Steady On. And um, we're just so excited to take a few minutes to share um, kind of where we've come from and, and our role in uh, our friendship together and um, what's brought us to this point within the study on ministry with you. So Lisa's going to share a little bit about our background together. Yes, I uh, met these ladies when I first moved to Southern Illinois and didn't know anybody and went to this little church and two girls came up to me to help me get my children into the nursery. And when they walked away from me, I turned to my husband and said, these are the girls I need to know. And that was Maria and Angie. And, you know, God just gave me that nudge and it was right. Yeah. And I've been with them or they've put up with me for <laughs> over <laughs> for over 20 years. Um, and uh, we have done a lot of life life together together. yeah yeah a lot of life together mostly almost all good life we uh worked on worship team together led worship and even when that uh went away in our lives we remained together we've done a lot of traveling together and a, a lot of things with our kids together and i remember maria and i sitting with angie at women of faith and maria and i thinking uh, this is probably what Angie could be doing someday. And we just had that uh, dream for her and always kind of joked that we would be working the book table. So um, congratulations, Angie, on everything you've accomplished in your study on ministry and beyond. And here we are working your book table. This is what it looks like. We love you. Yes. And Lisa and I strongly believe that that moment in Women of Faith, we have the um, vision for what study on ministry is today. So that was the start for us. <laughs> Angie just caught up with God and Angie caught up with us along the way. So we appreciate again her obedience in that. Congratulations, Angie, on your 100th episode. And we cannot wait to see where God continues to take us and we'll be with you every step of the way. Steady Absolutely. On, every step by step, steady on. We love you so much. Thanks. Congrats. Congrats. That was super special. I was so thankful for Lisa and Maria and One of the things that Susie and I loved about getting the two of them and bringing them on here is, you know, as, as people who listen to your podcast and things like that, we don't always get that glimpse into your, your personal life, but just to see the longevity and the fruit of those friendships, I think, um, just speaks volumes about, the way that you're living out God's word and promises in your life and that you're not trying to 
do this on your own. You know, you are doing it in conjunction. Oh, with- I try. I have to like interject right there. Oh, I try to do it on my own. <laughs> Right. Right. And and it's so tempting, right? And then I lose my walk along. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But thankfully, because you've surrounded yourself with people like Lisa and Maria, you know, you have these reminders that you don't have to do it alone. And, and I just, I love them so much. And I'm so grateful they were able to come on and just honor the friendship that you have. And the fact that they've got to see what God has blossomed in the study on ministry, it's, it's really very incredible and it's so fun and it's so exciting. And I can't, you know, for them, I just only imagine the excitement because they, it sounds like they saw it probably a hair before you did. (laughs) Uh, They still see it and I don't. So yes, they have always been the ones that have joked and said, they'll work my book table. And I, I I don't mind telling you there's a story. I don't remember where it is in X it's in Exodus, right? Where, um, Aaron and her hold up Moses's arms. You know, the story I'm talking about. I need to look and remember where that is. I haven't uh, thought about this in a little while, but, um, and they've always said that they would be my Aaron and her, you know, holding up my arms. And I will tell you that for years, that's made me very uh, angry at them. Like, I'm like, stop it. Don't say that. Like I like, because it, I don't know. It felt, I felt like it elevated me or it, it, it indicated something that I didn't want, or I didn't want the responsibility. I don't know. I just, it did, you know, because of who, who I am and some of the things I deal with, it just didn't feel good. And they never would stop saying it like, and, and, you know, and which also just sort of like speaks to their loyalty to not only me, uh, but more than that, to the calling that we all knew was on my life, you know? And so they just continued to say, you know, you can, you can tell us we're not going to, and we will anyway. (laughs) And so that's the kind of friends they've been to me for a long, long time. That is really powerful stuff. So thank you for sharing your friends with us, Angie. Yes. (laughs) Well, I didn't really choose to share them with, no. (laughs) Well, you introduced me to them. Yes. Yes. And they're familiar voices for those who listen to the podcast episodes with the fiction authors. They're familiar voices there as well. Yeah. And so because you connected me with them, I was able to do something behind your back. That was Wonderful. So as we are nearing this really special hundredth episode together, we have to ask you a familiar question, a question that you ask all of your guests, because we want to know Angie Bauman, what is sitting on your nightstand or what is it that you're (laughs) reading or listening to that is bringing you joy and bringing you closer to God? Oh, that's such a good question. Uh, (laughs) So I just, I just started a book called The Beautiful Ache by Lee McElroy. I think I should have grabbed the book. That's what everybody says. Oh, I wish I'd have grabbed the book. It's right out. So, uh, and it is, it talks about how our, we're longing to be in heaven with our father. And sometimes we just, we just have that ache that actually this isn't our home. And how do we sort of like welcome that and live with that? It's a beautiful book. I also have uh, re-picked up Jesus Calling by Sarah Young. That's just a favorite of mine that I use. I use, and then I don't use for a while. I kind of go back and forth between Jesus Calling and the Blue Book. I like that one a lot too, uh, for a devotional. And um, I listen to a lot of sort of ministry-based podcasts, but what I listen to when it's not like sort of work-related on the podcast, I listen to a lot of Dateline and 2020 (laughs) podcasts. And I don't know that they really keep me connected to God, but they do bring me 
joy, which doesn't sound very good because they're about mysteries, but, <laughs> but I do. Oh yeah. And, um, probably the song that I go back to a lot right now is, um, out of my hands, Jeremy camp. That's a song that I'm listening to all the time right now, out of my hands into yours. So there's a lot of answers. So Ooh, it's very diverse stuff. though. I mean, it, I think it does kind of give us a glimpse into your mind, which it doesn't really surprise me that there's just lots of things going Always on, going on in there all over the place that, that makes you my sister <laughs> right there with you. So, um, gosh, Angie, Susie, our times together are always so precious. I love it so much. And it is, it's, it's just awesome. I love it. It's just been such a joy. Angie, thank you for sharing your hundredth episode with us. Thank you for sharing with all of us, your listeners, just a little glimpse into your ministry and into your life. And what a joy it has been to see what um, the Holy Spirit is doing in and through you. I'm so grateful Um, not for your suffering that you've gone through, but I'm so grateful for the continued path of healing and that you have been willing to open it up and share it with those of us who desperately need it. And, um, for that, I'm very grateful and I'm especially grateful for your hundredth episode. So thank you so much for sharing it with us. Thank you both. I love you ladies. You too. And thank you for listening friend until next time. Peace. Peace. (laughs) I simply cannot thank Haley and Susie enough for the work they have put into making this episode so special. They went above and beyond my wildest dreams. I asked them to maybe co-host with me and ask a few questions because I thought that would be a fun way to celebrate this milestone of my hundredth episode. And wow, just wow. Haley and Susie, thank you so very, very much. And to you, my friend and listener, I also extend my deepest thanks and gratitude. In a world that is so noisy, with so much calling for your attention, the fact that you would spend time, your valuable, precious time, listening to these episodes is an honor I simply cannot articulate. We walk so much of this road of life feeling alone in our struggles and in our pain. It is a great gift to be used as a reminder to the truth that We are not alone. You are not alone. Jesus walks right beside you, and that's an unshakable promise. And also, we can grab a hand to hold to remind ourselves and someone else that we do, in fact, have each other. We have him, and we have each other. Psalm 40, verse 2, again, the theme for today and for the Steady On ministry in the New Living Translation He set my feet on solid ground and steadied me as I walked along. Next week, my guest will be Janice Liggins. Janice will join us to talk about the process of clarifying our calling and receiving the desires of our hearts. Do you receive my weekly newsletters? They include little stories from my life, steady resources on the verses I use for these podcast episodes and links to other freebies and tools. And right now, when you sign up, you'll also snag the Any Alongings podcast mini series freebie. And if you're interested in that, I'd love to stay connected with you that way. The link to subscribe is in today's show notes. And don't miss this week's Bible Talk episode that'll drop on Friday and also is along with me for the ride is the amazing Susie Crosby. 
We'll be diving even deeper into Psalm 40 verse 2 to find life application. Thank you so much for listening. I pray wherever your day takes you, you are walking in the confident knowledge that you are a beloved, cherished child of God. Peace.